Hope you enjoyed part one next is part two and for, forget the big jumps right look at the look at the little ones i think that's more true look at 22 50, 59 to 2304 you've got these tiny little bumps that are identical they're identical yeah let, let me let me paint a picture for what this what you'd have to believe almost to, to believe this and that's that outside all the polling places if you were uh uh, if you were going to vote for Hanks, you had to wait for somebody to come that was going to vote for O'Day, and you linked arms and walked in and both voted at the same time. Right. And that happened the whole way through. <laughs> to, to get this sort of, of, of very... Uh, in every batch, in every reporting interval, uh, uh, and... <sighs> All right, Jeff, we're seeing this again. It's not just this one. You know, I don't know if we have, did we go all the way down inside this uh, system? Do we have this all the way down to like county corners races in El Paso County? Is it in there? I haven't looked at all it those. Would be in you there. asked Jeff. Yeah, it would, it would be in there. Let's see if we can find it. Take it down for a second. I got some questions uh, for Jeff. I, well, I, go uh, okay. Uh, go, ahead. go ahead. No, go, no, Jeff, you drive. You're, you drive. It's your show, bro. No, your, no. I, I was, I, was, I think it would be indicative and would make a point and wouldn't take much time. Uh, if you put that governor uh, page back up and then switch it to the Senate race. Oh, wow. I don't think I'll even have to, I don't even think, I don't even think I'll have to annotate. Oh, that's really something. So, so that's the governor. No, that's the, now, that's a senator. Uh, that's a Senate race. Yeah, they're pretty okay, dumb. yeah, bring it the other one. I'm sorry. Let's see if we can. Uh, that's regard. We... Yeah, that's our ex plot. Yeah. Uh, for the whole county or for the whole state. Uh, all COR uh, governor and all COR senator. Yeah. Make, uh, make, go for uh, all. Oh, good all. Yeah. There you go. Just remember what you saw for the Senate race. And we now, put them side by side. Yeah, they look the same. They're identical. They're identical. Now the, the the gap is different. The 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 you know the margin was set differently, uh, or, or is different. But it's the same thing. The the the, the margin, the, the difference between the two candidates was established within the first three updates, and then everything past that looks to be relatively uh, relatively fifty fifty relatively. So relatively same. fifty fifty, the same. Yeah. Three, yeah okay. In order to keep that, that that in order to keep that channel the same size, uh, you would have to have the same number of votes coming in for both uh, mm -hmm. uh, both candidates. So the only thing that differs about that is that uh, the margin on the one was a little a little bigger than the margin on the other between uh, uh, between the eventual winner and the loser. Well, no, so, and the time intervals are different. Yeah, the time intervals are, are different as well. Uh, a little different as far as when they reported, I believe. Interesting. How would that be? Well, that, um, well because <laughs> you have to do things. There we go. We put them side by side. All right, guys. <laughs> one of those is the Senate race, and the other one is the governor race. Now, look at the intervals, but look at the number of votes on each one getting to that fixed point. And look at where they start out. They start out. Now, and again, I'm hypothesizing on this because, you know, I don't I don't understand the first the first batch drop, but the first batch drop, if you look at the ratio between the two, sets a standard for the rest. Just call it the front load. Yeah, and so you'd have to you, you would have to do that. the The reality of it is, is in order to get to the same conclusion the way that they've done it here, it would be impossible. Now, this is the information that I sent to a friend of mine yesterday. Um, who is a mathematician on the East Coast. He's a professor. And he, I said, I need you to tell me. And by the way, he, he, I have to do everything a little differently when I send people stuff. I can't just send them a text message, right? I have people that won't talk to me on text. They won't talk to me on email. Uh, I'm not using Proton. I'm not using your phone. You know, go to a pay phone, dial me, mm -hmm. make sure your phone's not on you, turned off. You walk there through the bushes at 6 o'clock in, in the morning. Make sure you're not followed. Make sure you're not followed. Crazy stuff, right? And so uh, this, this right here 
he was talking to me. I go, I need you to tell me what the probability of this is. And he said to me, and he, he was being funny. He goes 2,745 to the 175th percentile, or uh, uh, to, to 175 uh, uh, squared. I mean, he literally made it so that it would be nearly impossible, right? Impossible. Impossible. Not improbable, but impossible. And he goes, now just leave it alone, Joe. <laughs> I say, leave it alone. Why? I don't want to leave it alone. Because everyone knows that the election was stolen. That's what all the really smart guys that I know say. Joe, we get it. The election's stolen. We get it. Mm-hmm. Now go back to work. Now, um, with, uh, with El Paso <laughs> County delivering their results in a Google Drive, as opposed to using Clarity, do we, are we able to show El Paso County results yeah. on here? Yeah. Let's, let's look at that. Um, because we've seen some, some, you know, like I said, there, the enthusiasm, the, um, you know, all of the polling, everything that we saw in El Paso County uh, had had the the momentum of the race going towards the America First candidates, and um, it was it, none of them, not a single one, not a single one of them uh, came through. So I'm just curious if we see anything interesting in, what in race? those races. Let, let's look at the same ones. Let's look at let, we'll just do those three. Yeah, see what we see. This this is the interesting part about how you put all this together. It, oh my gosh. Wow. <laughs> so it, it doesn't get much more evident when you start breaking it down by, by specific counties, how badly the data was manipulated. Are you guys seeing this? That's incredible. Are you seeing this? Is everyone seeing this? You could build a staircase with those specs. I, That's how exact they are. <laughs> Seriously. I mean, it's, Let's, can we look at the other races? Can we do sauce? The Secretary you know, of State as, is, as, yeah, as I uh, referred to the other, what, what happened in Garfield is, is, is vote drift. Uh, this is almost a vote lock. It's like you get to a certain point, then everything's just locked, uh, locked tight together. Yeah, check it out. Look at this. Look at this. As Dr. Frank says, that ain't natural, buddy. <laughs> now, now here's the interesting part. Here's the interesting part. Go ahead and take that picture down, if you would. Yeah, it looks good to me too. Um, but go back to the total number of votes cast for governor. I'm just going to add these up. All quick, results, 24. not by county. Or are you doing by county? No, I just want that county. I just want that county. So this is Secretary of State. So, so 20, 26,000 plus 36, 38, 37,000. Let's say, plus. I can't see the other one. All right, 26,000 plus, what's the bottom one? 20,000. 20, 46. Okay, 76, uh, 82.6, right? All right, 82.6. Let's go to the governor's race real quick. Now, the, the reason why this is interesting is because that's 82,600, right? Douglas County had 84,000 votes cast, I think, somewhere around there. And this is where it gets interesting. Now, I've heard of people skipping races, mm -hmm. but it's pretty highly contended. So we got 40, what is it? 44,000 and 41,000. Yeah, so 45,000. So more people voted for the Secretary of State than voted for governor. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? I mean, shouldn't they be close, closely related? Yeah, no, I would think that you would see, um, so, so there's likely people skipped the uncontested races, right? So yeah. there was a bunch of candidates yeah. on my Douglas County ballot, for example, where there were uncontested races. Uh, I, filled, I, I still filled them out because I didn't want my ballot to go to adjudication for being an undervote, so I still filled them out. Um, but you could, you could make an argument, right, that people are not going to vote for those races. They're just going to go for the competitive races. But what we saw was the, the three statewide competitive races gained 100,000 more votes, give or take, than the other statewide races. It, it, That's a lot of people deciding not to vote for, you know, just to select certain candidates. Yeah, I think that the... What comes to mind... Sorry, Jeff. Oh, yeah, sorry. What, what, what comes to mind is uh, 
country where it's where we have they have open primaries and things that uh, we're having, you know, Democrats uh, re-register as independent or just you know whatever to get in there, and it's possible that those people only care about one race. You know, they're they they only have a a bone to pick with one particular uh, Republican that they're trying to sink. That might explain some of it. It's just a just a thought. Yeah. Yeah, so, um, what, Mr. Producer, you have a post that was put up where somebody showed a ballot. So we're going to show you this. This is a known uh, lefty, leftist, that uh, posted on, I think it was, was, was it Facebook or what was Facebook. It? Yeah. Known lefty. I mean, lefty, lefty. I mean, it, I've been, uh, had the pleasure of being attacked by this person. Um, but uh, this person put up a voting deal, and then they went on and had conversations about how Democrats need to go in and vote for um, non uh, non election integrity candidates. Mm -hmm. So they want to get those candidates off. So this is Quigley Quigs, who's showing the um, vote, and this is someone who is left who went unaffiliated just so they could vote. To get rid of the candidates that could that could beat, and notice that this person voted for Pam Anderson, which, by the way, it makes sense because Pam Anderson is no different than Jenna Griswold. Right. And that that that's that's the ideal situation for the Uniparty cartel is they've got their two controlled candidates. It doesn't matter who wins; globalism wins. The state expands. Uh, we we continue to lose our freedoms, and you know, oh, it's the D or it's the R. It's a it's a psyop, and and we really see that. I think now. I think that's one of the benefits of this is, you know, we've been yelling Uniparty uh, for a while. As soon as you know, as soon as the. Um, November 2021 municipal election was over. It became the midterm election year and everybody started focusing on on campaigns and candidates and the GOP loved that, right? Because uh, they distracted us all from election integrity. So, so let's put this up. This uh, page that we're about to put up in on Facebook, if you're on Facebook, is called Living in Parker. It's run by a guy named James Green, who by the way is not an American. Um, he, he's not an American citizen. Uh, he has interfered in pretty much every election here, but he can't vote. Um, actually, you don't know if he can vote because here they probably uh, let this clown mm -hmm. vote. He's been he's been the, one of the people that has been a, a advocate of all these crazy progressive left wing nutbags um, in Colorado. And it says uh, in this, go ahead and put it up, Mr. Producer. Love that all these independents are pulling Republican ballots and voting for more center candidates. And then somebody responds, "This is our first year unaffiliated and on the Democrat." ballot so no one is running opposed for any office so let's just vote out the crazy republicans and it goes on that's exactly what people are doing love it i honestly don't see the point of having a vote if you can't exercise in a contest during the primary might as well use my single bit of freedom right to influence the decision that i'd most like to see turn favorable in november so th this this highlights by the way open primaries jeff what's the danger of open primaries well you're, you're seeing it people uh, who feel that they're uh, their their candidate on their on their side is safe. Uh, there's nothing to stop them from from going over and and uh, meddling with uh, with the other the side. No, I mean there 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 are no you know it, it's not illegal. It simply puts into the uh, it, it falls into the dirty tricks category. Uh, and. Uh, you know, it's 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 a bad idea because it, it it goes completely against what the whole purpose of the partisan uh, primaries is uh, to allow you know <laughs> uh, there to be the will of that particular party uh, who they want to be running in the general election. So it it it, you know, it may not violate a law, but it sure violates the spirit uh, of, of everything that the primaries. Uh, were, were established to do. Well, and and frankly, it's uh, it's like lawfare. It's people that are doing things to adversely affect an election so that their candidate can run against the weakest candidate. It's designed to yeah. actually manipulate elections. So you got the machines manipulating elections over here. You have ballot mules that are manip manipulating the election here. And then over here, you have open primaries, which allows them to manipulate elections. And then the DNC gets together and they collude and say, we're only going to run one candidate in every, every deal. 
one candidate. That's it. And so you run one candidate. Well, well then what, what's the outcome if you only run one candidate? They don't need to do that. So on the open primary, they go over to the Republicans and they just do whatever they can to wreak havoc. Mm-hmm. It's, it should be illegal, but we have a, a flawed judiciary. We have a flawed judiciary. And, and unfortunately, we have a flawed system where ethics don't matter anymore. Right. Jeff, I want to show you something else that, that is illegal. We have a video of the candidate down in El Paso County that's running for sheriff. Um, incentivizing people to sign a petition to get him on the ballot to begin with, which disqualifies him from the ballot. And he received 65% of the vote. Deeply unpopular Deeply candidate. Unpopular. Who couldn't garner a crowd, didn't participate in the assembly, went the petition route. Uh, deeply, deeply unpopular, and he allegedly beat uh, the, the popular America First candidate by 40 points. Go ahead and put this up if you would first. ...to get on the ballot, and I think he's halfway there. And to help him, uh, if you guys come out here today and use my shooting range and uh, sign Joe's petition, uh, we're going to knock off $5 off the uh, shooting range price. So uh, you want to save a little money? You want to get Joe in? Come on out. It's going to be a beautiful day. We'll be open till 4 o'clock. Okay, Joe, good luck. Thanks, Mel. Appreciate you. You got it. Okay, guys, you have a great day. We'll okay, see you Okay, guys, later. we're going to buy some votes today. Jeff, what just happened here? Uh, you put it well. If somebody incentivizing someone to vote, uh, or in this particular, you know, particular place, get their, their name on a petition. Uh, the thing that, that really makes that troubling to me is that the candidate was there, therefore is giving his, his tacit approval to do it. I mean, uh, you know, there, there's, there'd be another issue if this guy was doing this on his own, had no connection at all to the, mm-hmm. you know, just like the candidate or something like that. Uh, you know, that would be a totally different thing. Um, but you can't tell me that uh, that, that candidate didn't know that this, that, that this was going to happen. Uh, I think that if, if, if you or I if were in that situation and I said, hey, I'm going to give five bucks off the range every year, I'd be like, no, I can't do that. <laughs> much as I much as I'd like the extra uh, uh, signatures, uh, that that is is not the way it's supposed to work. And uh, in case in case anybody's thinking, well, maybe they didn't know, right? Maybe maybe this is something they they could have figured. The guy offering the five dollars off is the uh, current sheriff of El Paso County, and the guy accepting the five dollars off to get his name on the petition is you know accepting that that bribing of people signing a petition is the current under under sheriff. So uh, they should know the law, I would think. Yeah, and I, I'm not an expert on that that particular side of things, but uh, that, that sounds at the very least that there's, that should be declared as an in-kind contribution, wouldn't you say? I would think. To that camp. Well, so it's, I wonder if that was declared. Yeah, so the, even if it wasn't declared, uh, you cannot entice a somebody to sign something, a petition to get you on it. It's, it's illegal. It is a crime. It is an election crime. And it, it 100% at that point bars you from absolutely being on the ballot. It bars you. You literally at that point are disqualified. You are disqualified. What just happened just now disqualifies you from being on the ballot. Per the laws in Colorado, you are 100% disqualified, period. Was that video known up before the election? Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was known, but we didn't have enough of the information. Um, we wanted to wait. We wanted to wait and see what the vote, what the vote came back. And so now that we have it, um, there's, there's a push now, one, for uh, a criminal complaint, and two, for uh, civil procedural um, misconduct that would re- that would result in disqualification of that candidate being on the ballot, and and so those those are the two things that are running side by side right now. What's, I mean, what's what's troubling is is that that the, the the law doesn't seem to matter, Jeff. This information that you have doesn't seem to matter, does it? Well, <laughs> yeah, it, it it matters a lot, of course, and we we've got to stop letting, as you know. You know Captain Obvious, we've got to stop letting them get away with any of this. Uh, because we've, you know, 
the people conservatives uh, have, have traditionally treated things like this as you know we jump up and down and complain for a few days and then we've got our you know we've got our lives to get back to and we just like well we'll just try to get them next time uh, and that's one of the reasons I am so proud of this country uh, and the conservatives of this country that we for the first time in, in our in, in, in history we didn't just go away you know we didn't you know, Amen. stream for a few weeks and say okay well we'll get you next time it's like uh, this time we understood the stakes were for keeps this time this wasn't a well okay <laughs> you got us well we'll get you next time uh, no I think everyone it came to everyone pretty much at the same time probably about the morning of November 4th that uh, there really is no next time to get them uh, if, if we don't get to the bottom and, and like I said again I'm, I'm extremely proud uh, of, of conservative Americans uh, for actually having the, the guts and the gumption to say no we're, this is we, we're, we have a, you cross that line that line that we will not uh, we'll not go no more we're not going like, to yeah. no more I completely I agree with you, and and I think yeah, in no. you know in November of 2020, um, I remember November 4th. I woke up and God said very clearly to me. I was confused. I was in a day. What what just happened? Right. God said very clearly to me. I am allowing people to reveal themselves. Now at the time, I've said this before. I thought he meant Democrats and election fraud. Right. That's what I thought he that that he meant by people revealing themselves. People are revealing themselves left and right. But what's really interesting is in November of 2020, we learned you know Democrats cheat in elections. Um, in this election, we've learned that the GOP is uh, likely complicit, and I think a lot of people are waking up to that now, which is great, uh, you know, to waking people up to the Uniparty, but we also learned that this is not just a Dominion issue, right? Because the county that shows that, that three-way swap of a race is a clear ballot county. So we are continuing to see revelation over and over again of who is for us and who is not, who is, who is with us and who is doing the bidding of the government, the bidding of the, the globalists and, and trying to expand the power of the state it's becoming real clear and that to me is a win I I'm happy about this you know my father always says I want $11 gas I want $11 gas because I want people to feel it and see it and know what they're dealing with this $5 gas it's not enough they're not they're not in enough pain yes right? they are they are because hold on stop 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 <laughs> I mean, it may sound good to say that but we're not gonna say that here because I'm gonna tell you that in all the time the all the time over the last 20 years that I've been serving underprivileged and poor people, people that are disadvantaged, right? I, we're not going to sit here and say we hope we get $11 gas. We're not going to do it because I've seen those people die. I've seen those people literally have their kids die. And, and frankly, we, we, we don't have a right to hurt the most vulnerable among us, Americans among us. We don't have a right. So we, we, we got to stop short of, uh, you know, $11 gas and letting them hurt the food supply because those people are literally dying. They don't, they already have substandard education, terrible health care. They, if they want to get help, they got to run into the emergency room and hope that they get helped. We, we cannot. We cannot talk about $11 gas. Okay. We cannot. We don't want $11 gas. The point is the, the pain isn't being felt enough yet because only 28% turnout yesterday in this election. 28% turnout in Well, Colorado. we don't know if it's 28%. We don't know if they're, if they're lying about that either. I mean, we don't know what they lie about because there's no transparency because people don't get to show up to actually vote. Election day, I got a, I got a solution for everyone. I got a solution, Jeff. Really simple. Captain Obvious here. I'm going to put on my Captain Obvious hat. Right? Ready? Captain Obvious. Make Election Day a federal holiday, number one. We just shut down the economy for nine months. We can shut it down for one day in order to give people the ability to vote. Shrink the precincts. Shrink them. Make it 200 to 500. Republican, Democrat, Independent, they count the votes together. They put it into a system online. Put it in. They actually enter it, and they have to verify this is the information. Yep, yep, yep. You have a second group of people, independent, Republican, and Democrat. Yep, yep, yep. That information goes up. The public has full access to every single line and every single precinct. Okay? That information then carries through to the system. Very transparent. Paper ballots. People, you have to have an ID when you show up to vote. Period. End stop. 
Well, I can't afford an ID. It's, it, people disadvantaged don't have IDs. We spent $45 billion to a foreign country to help them. We can spend $100 million a year to make sure everyone has an ID. Everyone has an ID. And only Americans get to vote. Not this stuff that they're doing right now where if you go to the Secretary of State in Colorado, it doesn't even ask you if you're a citizen. It just said you have a Social Security. You don't have to be a citizen to have a Social Security number. You don't. You don't. So that solves those problems. And by shrinking the precincts and by doing this and making public education available, public participation available, you can actually make it so that when it's important to them, they do it. And you're full transparency and you get to see them vote and you get rid of the machines. Everything is done with a paper ballot. That solves every problem. And it solves us even being on the show. We don't even have to be on the show anymore. We can stop because the voice of the American people will be heard, not silenced and enslaved. And that's where we're at right now. And I grew up poor. I grew up super poor. So watching poor people suffer, I mean, it was, it was devastating as a child. It was devastating, right? It was devastating. And watching these kids not have food, watching, you know, I, I just, man, I, I see the reason why people run into drugs and sell drugs. Because they don't have any other way. There's, there's no way to make money to support themselves. I think it's important that we, we think about the consequences, not just for us. Because they're hard for us. We have to tighten our belt. They don't have to tighten their belt. They got to make a choice between gas in the car and food on the table. Like, and do I get a babysitter now? Like, I can't get a babysitter. Like, when I was a kid, my mother just left us at home. I was, I was seven years old. I was second oldest, seven years old. I'm at home by myself, taking care of myself, running the streets. Because they couldn't afford a babysitter. It was food or a babysitter. So... So, I mean, it, there are some severe consequences that are, that are out there right now for people that are disadvantaged. And then we can set aside the D and the R, just human beings, like people that deserve to have opportunity. Well, I, couldn't, I couldn't agree with you more on all of those points. Uh, I, I would just, if you don't mind, want to add two to, to your list that, that are important to me. First of all is... Uh, no more absentee ballots, except uh, obviously military overseas and someone who has a, a verifiable, legitimate reason that they cannot make it to a polling place. Uh, and, and secondly, uh, I think that every state needs to scrap their current uh, voter rolls and, re and do universal re-registration. The yes. voter rolls in this country are beyond repair. Everything that is being done right now is simply slapping a Band-Aid on a, uh, uh, an artery uh, that's, that's cut. Uh, and get the third-party hands off of our voter rolls. Uh, and, and, and it's the same thing. I mean, we've, we've ceded uh, in, in most of our country uh, the, the keeping of these voter rolls, which is an essential, important part, to third parties, most of, most of which we know are not friendly to conservatives, uh, just like we've seeded the actual, uh, our elections to third parties, to third party companies, corporations. That, it, it goes hand in hand, that has to end. Uh, and, and then and I totally agree then with <laughs> all of your other points as well. Uh, yeah. If we did that, and they would, what we're talking about is, is not superhuman, you know, you don't need to put on your Superman suit like I just saw on the picture there. Uh, all of this stuff is, is easily done, and uh, and like you said, if we're, if we're willing to give, you know, throw around billions of dollars around the world like it's confetti, uh, we can certainly uh, take a small fraction of that and and return the vote to the people. Because you know, it, it, Tom, Thomas Paine, uh, who is is very influential to, to me in his writings in, in the early phase of this country. You know, he said that you take away someone's vote, you put them into slavery. Yep. And 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 I, I can't stress enough uh, that that it, the, the truth of that. Uh, if you if you give away the, the last vestige of, of some of, of the citizenry uh, being able to to set a course correction uh, against a you know a potential tyrannical government then these people are essentially slaves. There is nothing they can do to escape. 
I agree with everything that both of you are saying. I think that these are incredible goals and incredible outcomes that we want. This is elections built for integrity, right? This is, this is what, what our elections need to look like. Right now, it's a pipe dream. Right now, it's a pipe dream because, like I said, we've got 28% of people that turned out in arguably one of the most important primary elections that we've had in this state, certainly in the past 20 years. We've had 28% of people turn out. We don't know if it's for sure 28%, but we, we know from past elections when the turnout is massive, they have to, they, they have to adjust in different ways, right? We saw that in 2020. We saw it. Um, we, we've seen it. And so how we get there, I, I agree with you that these are the outcomes that we want from, a, from an election standpoint. These are, the out, these are the types of elections that we want. We want elections that are locally controlled. Uh, election day is a federal holiday. We have in person, on election day, on paper ballots, in, uh, with ID. We have decentralized, locally controlled voter rolls. All of these things are beautiful outcomes that will give us elections with integrity. Until we wake up the people and get them standing next to us in the gap and marching alongside of us, it is a pipe dream. And that's why I don't, I don't actually want $11 gas, but I want the American people to be less comfortable. Yeah, I don't, I don't want to give people, here's what I don't want to do. I don't want to give people any sound bites that says that we're comfortable with $11 gas. And then they say, look, they just want to destroy us, right? They want to destroy poor people because it's not true, right? They lie a lot. I mean, the, the mainstream media lies a lot. They lie about everything. And, you know, Jeff, you've, you've brought some integrity back to the voting process. You know, Cause of America has brought integrity back to the voting process. Mike Lindell has brought stuff back to the voting the, the voting process. Yeah, USEIP, Ash, that you founded with uh, with others, brought uh, integrity back to the election process. And we need to know that election thefts they 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 have consequences, and they're not really stealing an election, an inanimate yeah. object. That's not what they're stealing. Right. What they're stealing is your voice. They're stealing your your absolute ability to control the destiny and outcome for your children and grandchildren. And when you extrapolate that, they're stealing the republic. Representative government is the foundation of the republic, and our vote is how we get there. And, they're, and, and by manipulating elections, and they think we're too stupid to decide for ourselves. They think that we can't select our own candidates. That would be chaos, right? And so, I mean, th this is where we're at. And, and it's... You know, Jeff, I'm gonna, I'll am gonna. i give you the last word. We, we, we did go over today, and I've got a couple other things that I want to do. First of all, we will end this with a prayer for those of you that are joining us that haven't joined us before. Um, number one, we will, we will end it with prayer. Jeff, I hope you'll join us for that. Um, the, the second thing Certainly. is is that um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go off on a tangent for a minute because um, this hit me like a ton of rocks. And I was, uh, I don't know if you know who Steve Deuce is. Steve Deuce is, do you know who Steve Deuce is? Um, he is, uh, he, he's on, I think, Blaze. uh, Blaze. Yeah. yeah. I think it's Dace. Dace. Yeah. Dace. Yeah. D-E-A-C-E. -E, Dace. Yeah. I look up, I, I screw up words. I screw up like, uh, infanticide. I, I've always screwed that up. I, I get stuck on the infant in the side. So my brain, I don't know what it is. All right. There's other words that I, you know, I mess up too, but I've always done that. So it's my, it's my growing up and having to read a dictionary when I was 18 years old when I went to school. It was, cr it was crazy. I mean, I was really smart, but uh, I talked like I came out of D.C. because I did. That's where I came out of, right? But I want to read this to you because this is a letter that was written by a, a January 6th persecuted political prisoner um, <coughs> who wrote this about a week and a half ago. And the reason why I'm bringing this up is because it's not the stolen elections. It's the redre redress of grievances. And I keep talking about the plan. I keep talking about, and I have a plan. Like, Ash, I told you about my plan. Jeff mm -hmm. told you about my plan. I talk about the plan related to this book called The Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates by Jeffrey, or, excuse me, uh, by Matthew Truella. Matthew Truella wrote a book called the, the Doctrine of the Lesser Magistrates, and it walks through how we can biblically and morally stand up without violence and take our country back, but we have to use density. We have to stand in the gap. But I can describe it for you fully, what that means and how much, how much risk it gives to you and everyone else because we're all doing the same thing. But this, this letter was written and it, it, hit, me in the, it, hit, me, it hit me hard, really hard. 
And I started by saying we need to become the lesser magistrates. We cannot rely on elected leaders. We just saw them steal an election. But by the way, we're going we're gonna to sue. We're going to go after them. We're going to organize. We're going to have mass, mass, mass protests. Mass protests. Like, we're not done. They're not stealing anything from us. We're done. And the machines have to go. All of them. And we're going to make sure they do a hand recount. We're going to make sure they hold them responsible. And Tina Peters is on that ballot in November because she is the rightful candidate for that ballot. They stole the election. Period. And we get more and more proof every hour. You, you need to, you'll hear about this, Jeff. I'm not going to announce it now, but we, we have another county. Same issue. I'm, I'm going to post a note here to receive this morning by January 6th. Or this is by uh, Steve Deese. I post it without comment. I listen to your podcast and I follow Julie Kelly. It's every bit as bad as she describes. I'm a husband and a father who has zero criminal history, and I'm looking at years in prison after I took a plea. You may ask, why would I take a plea if, the, if you were innocent? Innocent has nothing to do with this. As my lawyer has told me over and over again, this is payback. There are only a handful of representatives in D.C. that care about us, and the vast majority could care less. The secretly despise Trump and anyone on the 6th as well. The DOJ knows this. There will be no reforms of this government. There will be no going back. All there is now is a path ahead, but that path will never lead back to the country we once were. I watched uh, for four years as the government I pay taxes for tried to impeach and oust our president with sheer impunity. Hillary's smearing stunt morphed into a coup that lasted Trump's entire term. Then I watched the election get stolen from the American people. So I went to D.C. to support the way I thought best. I wasn't violent. I didn't break anything. I didn't steal anything. And that doesn't matter. I lost my six-figure income, friends, my family is a wreck. I had, an FBI in, I had the FBI in my home. I was brought before a judge in shackles. I, and I am, one, I am a lucky one. I got to remain free till sentencing. So this is the country that I, we now live in, where the powerful can, few can attack an elected president and attempt to remove him for four years and where elections no longer matter. We are no longer free, and this country was taken without a f firing a single shot. Guns are meaningless at this point. It was the First Amendment that people should have been fighting for the most. I am now barely making a living doing manual labor for just over minimum wage until my sentencing is over. I was threatened with 20 years in prison, something only murderers face. We couldn't change the venue and none of the motions to dismiss were accepted. So at the pleading of my wife, the extreme bias of DC and its jury pool of my peers, and advice from my lawyer, I destroyed a part of me and signed a paper full of exaggerations, lies, and more importantly, a narrative that fits what they want. I am a Christian and somehow I feel damned. I lied to save my family. My pastor tells me about rehab, but it doesn't help. It doesn't, I don't look at myself in the mirror anymore. A part of me is dead now. I now wake up longing for the Lord to... I now wake up longing for the Lord to take me. January 6th was a dark day. There was violence by some. That's reprehensible. No one should have broken anything or stolen anything or hurt anyone. Having said that, January 6th should be remembered as the last outburst from the people who were sick of the coups against, coups against Trump. The lies about Russiagate, the double standard of the Bidens, and how they obtained their wealth compared to the treatment of Trump, the double standard of BLM rioters, and everyone else. The forced LGBTQ pumped into our children's minds at school while trying to shut out God at every corner. The endless wars, the celebrations of abortion, the government spending that has put children not even born into a long a lifelong debt. The list goes on. This was the last cry out for the death of a nation. I don't know what's going to happen to my family while I'm gone for years. My wife has depended on me for our whole marriage. She's the only woman I have ever been with, the only woman I have ever... She is the only woman I've ever been with, and the only woman I've ever loved. I hope she and my kids can make it without me. I am a January Sixer, and I'm going to prison. <sighs> that is a culmination 
of where we are, of the risk and courage that people took to stand up, and the lies that those that we did not elect, that were selected, get to tell. And I'm not emotional because I, it hit me in the feelings for just feeling bad for him. I'm angry. I'm angry because we don't talk about the plan and we don't talk about, we don't become ambassadors of truth. And all it takes, by the way, for us to solve these problems is people like Jeff O'Donnell, like Ash Epp, like Sean Smith, like Mike Lindell. And Joe Altman. And Sharona Bishop, and Tina Peters, and Ron Hanks, <coughs> and President Trump, and Mike Flynn, and Seth Keschel. I hear David that Clements, that letter that you just and read, Con. and all I can think is shame on us. Yeah, like shame on us. These, you know, listening to the interviews that you've done with Jake, <laughs> and it's shame on us. Uh, Jeff in the chat reminded everybody that uh, uh, the prisoner's record on Telegram with Professor Clements uh, prays for and and uh, remembers the J6ers every every night. And um, I know there's a, a, a bunch of folks who sing the anthem with the J6ers every night. I post a lot of that on my chat. But shame on us that there are people who thought that they still lived in America and they could stand up and I was I was there I, w I was there it could be me they could decide to you know expand their uh, their they've already they've, they've already come right I mean shame on us for not doing more for not at, at, at a very minimum not allowing them to be forgotten not allowing their stories to go untold. I'm reminded of when um, one of the, I think it was Newsmax, asked uh, Carrie Lake a question, and she answered the question with, what about the stolen election? It was a question about nothing having to do with the stolen election, but she put it right back, right in front of their faces, whether it was allowed on Newsmax or not, whether it was whatever, she put it right in front of their faces. She answered everything with, no, you're not going to forget about the stolen election, and we need to do that with the Jan January 6th prisoners. The fact that there are political prisoners sitting in the D.C. gulag being maltreated. But remember the outrage over the Gitmo prisoners that were mistreated? Worse is happening to our January 6th prisoners, and nobody cares. And that's shame on us. It's shame on us that, that nobody cares, and it's shame on us that, that something hasn't been done about it. And people are adding in the comments the other people, right? Clay Clark, mm -hmm. Draza Smith, Edward yeah. Solomon. I mean, these are these are people that have been standing up for for us. I'll, I'll add Lauren Boebert to the example. She stood up as as much as she can. She stands up as much as she can. But you know, she she's got a powerful caucus and a powerful group of people in Washington that bully her. But we we can talk. We can we you know we can we can also talk about the traitors to the GOP, Mitch McConnell, uh, Paul Ryan, Paul Ryan, M uh, M Meadows, um, Mark Meadows, who lied, uh, who's the, the house of McCar uh, McCarthy, is that, no, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, people who do what's politically expedient instead of what's right, <coughs> there's a lot of those, Coy Griffith, Coy Griffin, sorry. Yeah. I mean, it's uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene. I mean, we, we can go down the line. There's a, there's a lot of us. If we could just stand together and we could get people out there, get you to become a leader and step in the gap as a lesser magistrate. Oh, Romney, yeah. Yeah, Romney's oh. terrible. Um, yeah. Yeah, Coy Griffin got rid of the machines, just so you know, Amita. He got rid of the machines. They voted it out. And the one of the worst is Cheney, Liz Cheney. How can you forget her? Ugh. They are trying desperately to silence the American people on the Republican side and the Democrat side. They have placed people who are weak-minded, that are not curious. And Jeff, I want to just thank you. I, I want to thank you for the other night when you spoke. On oh, Friday. Yeah. yeah. It was... <laughs> Uh, I feel the same way. Uh, it was uh, it was tremendous to see your passion and uh, your intellect uh, firsthand. 
and uh, you know, in, in what, how, how is this, how, how in, in any way is any of this okay? I think is what everybody needs to needs to ask themselves. I mean, you know, Ronald Reagan, who, who might have been the last unselected president since before Trump, said that. Uh, our, our, our freedom is, is one generation away from, from being gone. I'm paraphrasing. Because, uh, you know, it, we can't drop it. <laughs> if, we, if we drop the, uh, the, the, the torch, uh, God knows how many generations it will take and, and how many, you know, lives it will take to, to get it back. Uh, and and it is all about standing in the gap. Uh, there there is there is a place in that gap for for everyone who you know truly sees what's going on. Uh, so I, as far as far as last words for me, it's just you know to exhort people if if all of you stand in the gap, we cannot lose this. Uh, and and I, I believe that wholeheartedly. And and there is, you know, don't take all this information and keep it to yourself. Uh, you know, do something with it. Uh, whatever it is that you feel that that you can do, uh, <laughs> you know, just do it. You're going to find that you have a lot of. Uh, you, you you're going to find that you're in a very big foxhole with a lot of very, very good people. Uh, I think I think that's the thing, is that we have to pay attention to that. We have to pay attention to the sacrifices that have been made. And any of those people out there would call people grifters when they're sitting on their couch eating Cheetos, not doing the hard work. Shame, not only shame on them, but screw them. They can piss off, piss up a tree. They're nothing but trash. They can't call themselves anything. They're not thought leaders. They're not. They're nothing. They're traitors. They stand on the side of the radical left, as far as I'm concerned. You call people grifters when they've given up everything, spend you know months, if not now years, away from their family. I traveled 158 days last year. I was in a hotel room 158 days last year. Jeff, how many days have you spent away from your family? How, how many days uh, have you spent uh, away from more, your family? Yeah, more than I, more than I can count. Ash, how many days have we spent away from your family? How, how many? The number one fight in my family. How, how many times do we find ourselves doing the hard work, the thankless work, only to have these pieces of trash say that we're grifters or it's a money-making scheme? Yeah. Money-making scheme. Well, then I'm really not that very good at it because my bank account is dwindling fast and has. I've sacrificed everything. You've sacrificed everything. Jeff, the attacks on you have been vicious to the point where people have to watch your back. And you don't try to cut the tongue out of the person that's lying. You cut the tongue out of the person that's telling the truth. And they come for our families. And I'm going to tell you, I, I had someone get on there and said, because I shared something about helping disadvantaged kids, and they're like, oh, just another Griff asking for money. And I said to myself, you know what? I finally have had enough. Yeah. I've had enough of these people. I'm done. I'm going to call them what they are. They're cowards. They're like scorched earth ex-wives that literally walk around acting like trash. Let's call them what they are. They're trash. Not give them a word in edgewise and do the work that we need to do in order to get us across this finish line. But we need the people to step in the gap. I need everyone to read that book. And by the way, Matthew did not say, Joe, I'm going to pay you to read that book. And you can't afford to, you know, send me a message. I will get you the book for free so you can read it. His commitment, he'll be on the show, by the way. So I, I just, again, I, Jeff, I want to thank you from the every part of me. Well, I, I, I appreciate that. Uh, right back at, uh, at, at the both of you and, and, and many others. I mean, this is just, this is just hearing a calling and following for, for all of us. Uh, and, you know, how, how can you not? <laughs> uh, if you can, you know, if, 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 if I wasn't doing what I'm doing, I would not be able to face myself in the mirror 
because you know I, I I know what I know. I believe what I believe, and uh, you know, so I know itself be true as the old uh, phrase goes. Yep. Uh, so thank uh, thank thank you guys. Uh, you know, your 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 platform has been. Uh, you know, I, I think of, of, of platforms like like, like yours uh, as, as the old Radio Free America that used to broadcast into the uh, the communist countries back in the back when the Soviets uh, were in power. Uh, it was the people who lived there's only uh, only dose of truth in their entire world was that that Radio Free America broadcast and, and, and a couple others. That, that, that you know we get broadcast over, and, and that's really what uh, uh, that's, that's what that's what you guys are doing, and uh, you know and, and the, <laughs> the the parallel holds because I'm I'm old enough to remember that uh, the United States and other countries uh, used to to strongly criticize sanction countries like the Soviet Union. For for jailing dissidents and mistreating dissidents, uh, that was uh, a, a a constant uh, effort by our part to 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 try to help those dissidents, try to get the uh, uh, these these communist countries to, uh, to to not mistreat them and not you know not jail them to allow this. And uh, now the coin has flipped. Uh, and you know, it's interesting that you know no other country is coming to save us, even though uh, we've tried to help uh, other countries and uh, our entire thing, and, and that's yeah. fine. Uh, we'll have to do it ourselves. And uh, well, we are we ready will. for it, though, right? We're born for this. Americans have freedom in their blood, and uh, you know, I, I was reminded while you were talking. Uh, and, and you, Joe, about uh, the quote from Mark Twain, in the beginning of change, the patriot is a scarce man and brave and hated and scorned. When his cause succeeds, the timid join him, for then it costs nothing to be a patriot. And we need people to realize that more quickly so our cause can succeed. Um, but it is, it, it is, it, it, it's lonely, and I think that there are people out there that think people involved in the election integrity mover, movement are raking it in and getting rich and, you know, living the high life. Um, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know anybody who has had gain in this fight. Everybody has, has put up something and lost. There are people whose names you'll realize uh, eventually. I don't know if it'll be in, in this lifetime or, you know, it depends on if we win. But uh, there are people who have literally put lives, fortunes, and sacred honor on the line, and they've lost everything except their, their lives and their honor. And so, um, you know, there, there's, a lo there's a lot happening that you don't see. And so to the point of sitting on your couch and calling people grifters, you have no idea. And if you think that from sitting on your couch when you're not in the fight and you don't know uh, how to get involved locally and you don't know what's going on in your local elections and you don't know probably who even the candidates are running, but you think that you can go out there and cause somebody who's sticking their neck out for you, you can call them a grifter and you can make statements from the comfort of, of your home. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm with you on that. Depart from us. We don't, we, we knew you not. That was a Sam Adams quote that's going to well, drive me nuts until I well, pull it up. We, we, we are out of time, and uh, so I want to I pray with everyone, and I want to invite everyone else to pray. Um, if, if, you're, if you're listening, just pray. I want to, I, 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 I would appreciate you after this just taking some time. Ah, I'm mad, but I have a lot of I have a lot of hope that 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 in the end, you know, God just expects expects us to step in as a remnant and do the things we need, and to stand up for the people in this country, and not just this country, but other countries. Because as this country goes, so goes the world. <clears throat> so I'm just I'm just going to pray if it's okay with you guys. Father God, uh, thank you. You know. I, if I'm being honest, I don't, I don't really want to thank you right now first, but I'm thanking you because I know I am grateful. I think we are all grateful for this opportunity to be born for such a time as this, and we do know that things get difficult. And I was just 
I want to thank you for opening our eyes. I want to thank you for the eyes that you have opened and that you've been able to bring to this place where they can focus on what is really happening in our country. Father, I want to thank you for the strength that you've given us, for the protection you've given us. I want to thank you for the, 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 the stamina, the courage, the, the, the ability to stand shoulder to shoulder and to protect others. Father, please, please guard our hearts and guard our minds. Father, right now we need massive amounts of, of support from you. We need supernatural support. We need people in the community to step up and become the lesser magistrates. We need them to read the book, understand it, follow the plan. Father, please bless us with the opportunity that we may uh, unselfishly be able to follow you and stay on mission without getting stuck in the minutia of, of the smaller details, of the things that, that can divide us. Father, please, please give us discernment, give us knowledge, give us wisdom to see through those things that are in front of us, to do the right thing, and to uh, have, 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 the th have the spirit of making sure that we never become the very thing that we're fighting against. Father, please watch over Jeff and his family, guide him, protect him, help him that he may get the right amount of rest and he may be healthy. Please bless Ash and her family and give them peace. Help them to be able to understand why this fight is happening and, and help them to have time with each other. Just like breaking the bread and and the fish and feeding 5,000 just multiply that time that it can be valuable and may fill them up. We know that time is the most valuable asset we just don't seem to have when we're in this fight. Just ask you to give us time. Help us to use our time more wisely. Help us to do more with less. Father, please bless those that are listening that they may have peace. Give them the, the tools, the courage, the ability to step in the gap, to do the right thing, to become an ambassador for truth and to speak that truth and help them that they may not lose hope. They may not step to the sidelines. They may not try to go back because you can't go back once you see it, but that you may give them peace and protect their hearts and protect their minds as well. Build a hedge of protection around those that would do good to restore our nation. We ask all of these things, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Amen. All right. Well, uh, I, I'm going to tell you guys that um, I'm, I'm going to add this to it. Uh, I want everybody to go join FEC United. It's $60 a year. I know that we talk a little bit about it, but, you know, we're doing some great things. Um, we're going to be doing the plan with a bunch of other organizations. We're rolled out across the country. <coughs> we want you to become a leader. So once you're done signing up for that, um, you do get access to the People's Chamber of Commerce, which is the ability to have businesses that come together, get rid of the, the uh, Chamber of Commerce that exists that, that basically helped and betrayed you. And then, uh, you know, become a member of Conservative Daily. We'd, we'd love to have you over here as a member for as little as $10, you can become a member. Obviously, going to go through this whole thing, but for as little as $10, you can become a member. And you also get the Fax Congress, and you say, well, it doesn't have an effect. We, we send tens of millions of, of letters to Congress every single quarter. And it does have an effect. We have had massive effects because we're just trying to wake them up. And, and by the way, we're not going to win on the big things because they're a part of this cabal. But we win on the things where we can put enough pressure on them that they have, they're forced to act upon those things because it doesn't affect their agenda. So those, those things are important too. And put pressure on them when it related to you know, this abortion where, you know, Biden wants to, you know, bypass Congress and do an executive order in order to kill babies. We, we've just got to, we've got to stand firm. And we've got to speak. The biggest thing is speak. Use your voice. And if, and if you can't use your voice, help support those that can. It's not grifting. It's called support. And even $5 helps. And it doesn't go to me. I don't get paid. It doesn't go to Ash. She doesn't get paid. Right? But we do stand up. We create opportunity for us to be able to build a legion of men and women who can stand in the gap and protect our people, our society, 
from the oppressor, the slave owners that have, that have become our, our government. So that's it for this episode of Conservative Daily Podcast. Jeff, thanks for being with us. Thank you. I'll see you guys later on tonight. God bless you. If you want to watch Conservative Daily Podcast, we go live Monday through Friday at 10 a.m. Mountain Time and 4 p.m. Mountain Time. You can find us live at conservative-daily.com, on Rumble, on Frank's Beach, where we go live on Lindell TV 2 at those same times, on DLive, and now on Odyssey. You can also find our episodes at brighteon.com. Make sure you also check out the link in the description to go to the Brighteon store and prepare you and your family with the awesome storable food and other products that they have there. You can find us on the audio edition at Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, iHeartRadio, TuneIn, Podbean, Audible, and everywhere else. Make sure you go and give us a five-star review and be that ambassador of truth. Share this episode with everyone who needs to hear it. Text the word FREEDOM to 89517 and we'll shoot you a text message when we're about to go live. Check out the description for our link to the daily newsletter so you get access to the fax blasts. We want to thank you for being a listener of Conservative Daily Podcast as we pursue truth and fight to restore our nation. We will continue to provide you with the most important information that the mainstream media will not show you. Now at conservative-daily.com, you have the option to become a member with us. Each membership option varies in access and discounts in regards to the ability to interact with the daily fax blasts, monthly savings, access to extra content, and interactions with the hosts and guests of the show. Go to conservative-daily.com and become a member right now for as little as $10 a month. Make sure you check out social media and find us everywhere at Conservative Daily and at Joel Oltman. We'll see you next time on Conservative Daily Podcast. It's time to do the hard work. Let's take our country back, patriots. God bless America.